Hello, and welcome to episode 54 of the 21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. If you are new to listening, welcome. Our podcast covers social media news and digital marketing trends for anyone who is involved in business, whether you are B2B or B2C, and whether you are in the marketing or the sales team, we go over tips, trends, and we leave you with some actionable items to apply or to think about. So first off, if you're new, I'm Sarah, account manager here at 21 Handshake. And I'm Ashley, also an account manager. My name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content. Today, our episode is all about Google My Business. What is Google My Business? Wait, what does Google know about my business? Well, only what others tell them unless you tell them first. So before we dig into that, let's go into our digital marketing news segment where we dive into what has been taking place the last week in digital and social media marketing. Ashley, it's time for businesses to review their Facebook business page. Why why should they do this? (laughs) So if you've been paying attention the last few weeks about... um paying attention to Facebook, there's been a lot of changes that they've rolled out. Um, and the, the theme is, you know, they're just like cleaning up and adding new features. Um, they're really diving deep into the platform and asking like, is this necessary or is it repetitive? Um, and so today's update um, has to do with business pages and they're looking at um, removing certain sections from your business page. Ooh, removing. I that know. sounds serious. Um, yeah. No. So uh, some of those features in, or sections include your mission statement, company overview, mm. biography, affiliation, and personal interests, which is very interesting. Yeah, the company overview is surprising. The rest, you know, I can kind of see that might be Maybe on your website. Maybe it's unnecessary. But mm-hmm. if someone just wanted a brief, are they replacing it with something else? Um... Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, I think there's just they're just keeping the about section. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is that bigger, newer section anyways, right? Yes, so yep. maybe they just felt that was redundant. Yes. Um, but yeah, so there's never been, I think, a better time to incorporate visual content on your social media platforms to help communicate that story. Definitely. Yeah. So definitely go in. If you haven't looked at your business profile in a while, That's even a little note for our team to go look at ours and our clients' profiles by August 1st will be when they just automatically get rid of that stuff. And there's there's been a lot of new changes, some small, some big, um, but we've covered a lot of the new new updates that will affect business pages on our blog, if you want to go check it out. Definitely. So check that out. We'll link it in the show notes. And moving on to our next little bit of news here, it's all about cause marketing. Now, before you think, what is that? Um, it is something that we all have seen brands do, but this is kind of the technical term for us. And consumers have been giving a little bit of backlash for some bigger brands that are kind of trying to tap into cause marketing. Alex, can you tell us what that is and why it's not really working for these big brands to do that? So cause marketing is basically when a brand takes a stance on like a pol- political or a social issue. Um, and so uh, what happened in the last week was Burger King actually took a bunch of flack online because they were um, they were getting behind basically Mental Health Awareness Month. Okay. Which, which yeah. is on the surface level, like, yeah, that seems fine. It's probably like a good idea that they help bring some attention to it. It's, it's, it's a good thing to kind of try and 
and and bring some traction that way. But it was like it was a very empty feeling campaign. Um, mm-hmm. And when when people were kind of responding in the comment section on the on the ads that they were seeing online about this stuff, um, you know, there were, there were there were former Burger King employees saying like, oh, you know, I wasn't treated very well in my time. Like my mental my mental health was not in a good place. I was way overworked, um, underpaid, all this kind of stuff. Um, and there's someone was. Someone else had commented like uh, Burger King does not offer their their employees like mental health uh, stipends or kind of like help cover. Ouch. Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, Whoops. cover their employees. Um, um, basically, uh, like mental health. Like if they go to see a therapist or something like that, they, they would they, cover. Exactly. Um, so basically, if you, it's not a bad thing to get behind causes, and there are companies, a lot of ex- examples of companies that have done it well. Um, but if you're going to do it, make sure that it's not an empty uh, support. Um, right. I think in align with your values as well, I would wonder why a fast food company would be trying to tap into mental health awareness issues. That just seems not aligned with your strategy as a fast food burger joint. Exactly. <laughs> if, if you're going to support this um, in the social realm, make sure that that is reflected within your own company. Yes, I would definitely feel the same way. And yeah, so just some advice to us all before you um, maybe try to push your own personal agenda. Who knows if someone in the corporate office, our marketing team thought, hey, we think this is an important issue. Let's kind of push it our way. You know, take a step back. Set aside your own feelings and think overall about your brand. But also, are you being authentic? People yes. can catch that very quickly if you're if you're trying to be something that you're not or don't believe in. Yeah. Right. Totally. This is just a case of, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. So it's fine to tap into causes. Just you need to do it correctly, align with your values and be authentic. And on the topic of being authentic you definitely want to control how your business is represented online with Google, which is perfect transition into talking about Google My Business today. So what is Google My Business? You might think, wait, is that Google Analytics? Or what does that even mean? Well, Google My Business is a free tool that lets you manage how your business appears on Google Search and Maps. That includes your business name, your location, your hours, all your reviews, your photos, learning how and when people are searching for you. There is just a plethora of information. And I know our clients are very concerned about especially how they are represented on maps because when people are out searching for them, we work with a lot of building material clients who, you know, people are coming by the lumber yard to get their materials. They need to have that address correct so people know how to find them. And Google My Business is how you can do that. As well as, you know, like I said, it has your address, it has your hours, it has your website, all this information that you need to make sure is correct. I think it's a common misconception between either like clients we work with or people we talk to, small businesses, that by doing SEO, um, to optimize their search ranking on Google, that it will play into like that listing on the side. Oh, yeah. When in reality, they can take control of it immediately and they don't understand that. Right. It's a good topic. Yeah. And, you know, this isn't the only search engine that uses li- listings. 
Um, Apple has their own in Safari as well as Bing. But Google being the number one search engine, you do want to make sure um, that that listing is correct. And why and how brands should use it, Alex? What are some benefits of, of it beyond just you know, what we just mentioned right now, your address and such. Yeah. So of course, uh, Google My Business is the way that you show up uh, in Ma- in Google Maps. So uh, this is probably the most relatable way that people can kind of envision the Google My Business platform in action. You know, when you search for a specific business in Google Maps, whether it's on the app or in your web browser, um, when your business name pops up, that listing appeared as a result of your information in Google My Business. Um, so the second reason that you'd want to keep up to date on this is that you show up in Google's local three pack. Whoa, so, uh, what's that? Local <laughs> three pack, man. Google getting some apps. So for example, if you are if, if you're in maps and you're not searching for a specific business, but you want to say like restaurants near me, or maybe you're searching for like <laughs> rock climbing gyms. I don't know why that example popped into my head. <laughs> um, but it will show the top three basically kind of in your area. Mm. And you have an option to kind of expand that list further, right? But you want to be one of those first three names that pop up. It's it's similar to showing up kind of like in the first page of of search results, um, at like from an SEO standpoint. Oh, that's that's so important Abs- because especially as people are using that search term near me a lot more often, and they are triangulating your phone location with the app. It's always going. You want your if you're they're close by you, you want them to find you. (laughs) Exactly. So Google's local three pack actually gets up to 700% boost in clicks over brands that are not in the three pack. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Did you hear that? 700%. That's incredible. That's incredible. If you needed the motivation, there it is. Um, (laughs) uh, Third reason is you basically, uh, it's it's an opportunity for you to visually show off your business um, and basically help um, potential customers uh, kind of like help build trust with you before they do, they've even been there. So if you're a restaurant, you want to show off some nice plates, maybe show um, what the front of the restaurant looks like. So when they pull up, they know what they're looking for. Um, upload your menu too, right? Restaurants can do that. Upload I your menu. Yeah. That's a personal pet peeve of mine is when the, <laughs> is when the menu... When it's buried in the oh, website. Yeah. It's either buried <laughs> in the website there. or the menu button is not there on the Google My Business yes. or it's some sort of like light version or, or an out-of-date version, which has happened to me. <laughs> yeah, so showcase photos, showcase maybe exterior photos. I mean, yeah, Google, you know, they've gone around and taken some, but if you've updated your building or, you know, even like check out when others have tagged you, you know, because those are going to show up in your Google My Business as well. And you might want to try to bury that picture if it's maybe not <laughs> the best picture uh, representation. Um, so definitely take advantage of that. Right. So this is something that I've happened, I've seen happen to a couple of businesses where all of their uh, pictures come as a result of people who have visited and like reviewed the place. And, and, a, lot, and a lot of times it's not a bad thing, but they're not exactly the way that I would want to represent the business so if I was in charge of yeah. it. So what I would do is I would you know, spend $50 or whatever and find a, a, a local photographer on Craigslist and just get some good looking shots of your business. Totally agree. Totally agree. And then you can upload to your Google My Business and it might take a few days to populate, but eventually those photos that you are setting as the pictures to see, they're going to replace the others and show up right next to your listing. (laughs) Classic case of if you're not controlling your own story, somebody else is going to. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last reason is that this is also the uh, Google My Business is the way that you get um, the stars on your um, like maps listing. Yeah. So every time somebody reviews you um, out of their five star scale, um, that's the number that shows up next to the star on your listing. Um, so obviously the more people you get through your door and, and over time, the amount of reviews that you have, you can, um, will, will increase, you know, if you want, you can try and do some campaigns to increase the amount that you have. I'm sure that goes a long way in you being that business that shows up in that local three pack. Um, you know, obviously the, on, and the higher your rating is, the more people are going to trust you off the bat. So, right. um, you know, if you're, if you're under a three, uh, under a four star, probably should try and do some work to in- increase that um if you're above four you're probably in a pretty good place definitely definitely so definitely four top benefits there and you know like alex said if you're not controlling the story your business is putting out someone else is and in this day and age that story coming from you and how you want to be represented online is so paramount so there are also some really other cool insights that you can find out when you are tapped into Google My Business. Now, this can go hand in hand with your analytics, um, but even I have found that it's just useful um, without analytics, even looking at your analytics and comparing these metrics, like these are just more kind of a deep dive into how you are on search. So which is that's one of the insights you can find out. Um, now, it only kind of tracks back, um, you know, a quarter, a month or a week. So definitely not as detailed as analytics. But if you even are checking it a week in a month and looking at these insights, you can see how many times your business appeared on search, your listing, how many times your listing appeared on maps. So that's pretty cool because you can see, okay, well, my business popped up in search this many times. My business popped up in maps this many times. And you can kind of, you know, start to think about your sales and how that equated. Those numbers will kind of tell you a story in themselves. But then when you look at those, how it viewed on your listing on maps and on search, you compare that to actions people took, whether they requested directions, whether they called you, whether they visited your website. So you kind of see hand in hand how those correlate to impacting your business itself. And even further, you can drill down into direction requests and see exactly like the zip code and locations and, you know, really drill down and see how many people visited you from, say, um, looking at our Google My Business listing, we see that 12 people asked for directions for us from Kentwood. So we know 12 people were trying to come see us from Kentwood, which is kind of cool when you can kind of see um, where where all this is kind of correlating and you can see what um, what and how many times people called your business and what, what day was the most popular for them to call you. And then you can see how many people viewed your photos. So just lots of really cool insights that you can gather from that back end that aren't necessarily um, in Google Analytics. So well, just another layer of data that you can use to help you figure out how to represent and tell your business story better. Well, and some of that's that is pretty actionable as well. You know, if you're if you're a business that gets a lot of phone calls, seeing how they are kind of dispersed across the week might make you want to hire another 
uh, receptionist or someone who answers those calls on on Friday or Saturday, if you're a business that gets a lot of a lot of them, then right. to make sure that you're controlling the traffic because everyone hates you know waiting on hold <laughs> and things like that. But you know, it can give you actionable um, information. Yeah. Definitely, definitely some stuff that you can use to move forward and just help market your business better. And recently, Google did make some change, just like a big year of changes for platforms, yes. I believe. I know Google's <laughs> always changing, but they kind of updated some things in Google My Business, like things that people have been asking and wondering about for years. Yep. So Google um, announced some few changes to Google My Business on the 20th of June. So literally weeks yeah, ago. Very recent. Um, to help especially small businesses, um, use Google as a tool. Um, so some of these features are actually really cool, actually starting with having more control over um, what photos appear. So that has been an issue for a long time. I know yes. we've dealt with it with clients and had to be really strategic on how um, we can you know, choose the photo that comes up. Well, this new update actually gives more power to the small businesses to choose those photos, oh, which is wow. awesome. Yeah. That's so nice because I know that we've had people even tag our own 21 handshake and we're like, oh, <laughs> but that's their logo. We don't want that to show up on our... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So now the business can choose a preferred profile or cover photo, um, nice. which is awesome. They're also making logos more prominent. That way, again, it's easier. You're building brand awareness, brand identity. Um which is awesome. Um, they've also announced a new update. They're calling it um, like a Google short name. Okay. And this is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, so it's essentially a shortened link directly to your Google My Business profile. So small businesses can utilize this link on social media and email campaigns. Um, and the goal is to, I guess you could use it in a couple ways. Um, one would be if you had multiple locations um, for someone to click through the link to choose the location that's closest to them um, and have all the locations listed. Another might be to use the link um, to encourage reviews, new online reviews um, through Google. So um, they're hoping that it will be more helpful. It is displayed more um, prominently on the back end. I feel like before you, it was tough to even find right for the review link yeah. yeah that was hard to even find you kind of had to like google how to find it <laughs> every time like yeah. because it was kind of buried back there but so they're now they're kind of making that prominent right when you log into yeah. google my business on the dashboard like yeah here's the link for reviews and it's interesting too because i feel like not many people actually asked for this update people are still confused maybe like what the difference is between using the short link or just like using the link to the profile right um so I, we're reading um, Bright Local. This is an article from Bright Local who and we're we'll talking about the updates. That. Yeah. And, you know, Google makes updates all the time and just like Facebook is removing them as well. And so um, this is one that no one's really sure how long it'll stick around. So maybe play with it and see if, if that helps your business. Right. Yes. We should add that caveat that anytime any type of platform makes changes, we can't you never promise know when stay. they're going to take it back away <laughs> or they're going to switch to something else. And Google, Facebook is pretty good about letting everybody know about all their changes and being pretty loud about it. Google's Google, usually quieter. Google is not. <laughs> they will change things and all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, that changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so one more big update from Google, which is actually pretty cool, especially if you're a small business who doesn't have a big marketing budget. Um, they're offering what they're calling um, a Google marketing kit, quote unquote. Um, and it essentially pulls from your 
online reviews and is social media ready to like curated posts. So it's like a designed post that pulls in review, um, like a quote uh, excerpt from your reviews um, to make it easier to share on Facebook or social media. Um, They've also have like automated um, like printables. So like posters, um, like postcards, um, basically trying to make it easier for you to market yourself as a small business, um, even offline, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, I think we should play around with that ourselves and just kind of see what those look like, if they look nice. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they, they do, but are yeah. if they're customizable from the template they provide? Not sure about that yet. But okay. yeah, they do look um, cartoony. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So it I'm maybe, not sure yeah. how how uh, editable they they will be, but okay. So okay, yeah, yeah, it looks like those are very cartoony looking. So <laughs> they, if they that's not your look, style, you may want to jump to a different yeah. program. They look kind of Canva-ified, which yeah. is not a bad thing. Um, yeah, we'll have to. Or play it around looks like it. you know when you're posting on your friend's Facebook wall, "Happy Birthday," yes. and you can put yes, like a little a little I don't know, wallpaper around it. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe okay for social media posts unless you are look your design looks that way. For and your we'll brand. experiment with it and let yeah. you know what we think. Yeah, I but think I, that's true. I think overall, um, we say this all the time, especially when we talk about SEO. But the more you utilize Google's tools, the more we believe that the Google algorithm will increase your search. Just like we were talking about earlier, uh, the three pack, the local three pack. Um, I would recommend that every business play around with these tools, see if right. it works for you, if it makes marketing yourself a lot easier. Um, it looks like they're pretty budget friendly. Um, yeah. you know, And like, it might help your search ranking. Well, and Google places such a high emphasis on local and your business listing applies directly to that local SEO. It's just one way to tell Google, hey, we are also local. And you should care about us and your algorithm when people are searching for us because we're in that community and we're active, we're active online and we're active offline, which you had mentioned about the printable materials and how that, you know, is great for offline. And it does seem like Google does kind of care about how those offline conversions are happening. And that was another update that they did with some nice local ad extensions. So if you are local and you use Google AdWords, this is a pretty cool update. They announced last month at their Google Marketing Live that local campaigns with offline goals who, you know, want to bring people into brick and mortar locations, that they are going to help you track that and drive more store visits. So they've made some tweaks in the back end of Google Ads where you can actually kind of um, list store visits as your campaign goal. And then this is really cool. And I'm not quite sure how this works. And I had actually just heard about this in a Google Analytics training. But you are going to be able to, now caveat here, you do have to contact your local support from Google, your local ad support guy to have it turned on for you. And there's like kind of some hoops you got to jump through to make sure that it all aligns with Google's values. But in the back end of your analytics, you're going to be able to track offline conversions. Wow. How cool is that? Now, this you do have to get that turned on by Google, so you have to contact them. This is kind of the holy grail of digital marketing, I feel like, is being able to track... Connect it. 
Yeah, connect mm-hmm. the dots all the way from initial view on a digital platform all the way to buying something offline in a brick and mortar location. Yeah, so cool. Um, the way I heard it explained um, from this training I had sat in on was that, um, you know, so you'll be able to on Google Ads, you know, say I want to track store visits. But then for like, they'll be able as long as you have location turned on or that customer has location turned on on their phone coming into your store and you have a Google My Business listing that is up to date and correct and verified, they're going to be able to triangulate that phone to your listing and track that conversion of that person walking through. Whoa. (laughs) I know that that blew my mind. (laughs) But I mean, who really ever turns off anything on their phone? Yeah, I've actually, I've noticed that in the last maybe two or three months, I've started getting emails from Google at the end of the month, like, hey, this is your Google Maps timeline in review. Like, and I guess it shouldn't surprise me that they're kind of like, obviously, I'm giving them my information on where I'm going. But then when they send me the review, it's like, oh, they're, they're really following me on where I'm going and and keeping it as a record. So (laughs) this feels kind of big brother like, but you know, from a marketer's perspective, it's pretty cool. I know, right? Yeah. Like, we like to joke, it's Google's world and we're just living in it. But <laughs> totally. yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> so, so cool. But like you said, it's a marketer's dream to be able to try to track those offline conversions. And we will definitely keep an eye on this and keep it updated, especially if there's any changes where Google kind of makes it easier it looks like right now you have to go through a couple hoops to get it even turned on for you. So um, if you're a fan of Google AdWords, if you're a fan of getting those people into your brick and mortar locations, this is definitely something that you want to look at how Google is helping local business traffic. So anyways, anything else we should chat about on Google My Business, guys? I think the most important thing is just to keep it updated. Um, that's always frustrating to me from a personal perspective when when the hours are out of date or the picture does not accurately reflect what I'm looking for or there isn't a picture of kind of like what, what I can expect. Yeah. That has deterred me. Um, so every opportunity that you have, especially with a free tool to kind of influence a potential customer or client's um, visit to you, whether it's your website or a, or a physical location, you should totally be all over it. And it's a simple thing, too, Mm -hmm. that you can control. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can go in and you can add, you can claim, you can, you know, because say say you bought bought your business location and it was once another business location and you're like, oh, but now my address says it's XYZ Technologies and we're, you know, Nina's Bakery, you know, go in search that address, say that location is closed, permanently out of business. So you can go in and now input your correct bakery information mm-hmm. to Google My Business. Otherwise, people, when they search for a bakery near them, you're not going to come up. XYZ technology will come up. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely again, and I did just want to mention this one thing again. I know we talked about, you know, Bing has their own My Business. You know, Safari for Apple Maps has their own, you know, business. And yes, you should actually, you know, update those locations as well. But with 70% of the search market share by Google, it's no doubt the most popular search engine. So having all your ducks in a row for Google is so, so, so important. 
And then once you have the information done for your Google My Business listing, I'd have to imagine it's more and le- more or less copy and paste across to the other platforms. So Bing even makes it a step easier. You can actually connect your Google My Business to Bing My Business and just import. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> so they, you know, Apple is a little bit different. I think there involves, you know, some calling that they have to verify and such. But the same goes for Google, Google My Business. You still have to get that verified and even it's worth it yeah so worth it go so through it, it just we do will it link an in-depth guide hubspot published a nice one that i think is actually even easier to read than the official google my business <laughs> how to set it up so we'll link that hubspot article in the show notes and just follow that step by step and you'll be verified you know if not immediately because they do have some new functionality of verifying you immediately within five days because they will send out a postcard to your to your location. So so we want to know, have you optimized your Google My Business listing? Do you have more questions? Let us know how we can help. Connect with us at 21 Handshake on social media and we'd be more than happy to assist you in navigating Google My Business. We'd love to do those type of things. I actually personally just get geeked out about helping businesses do this. So definitely connect with us. Did you like this episode? Hint, yes, you did, because it was all about how you can appear better in local search results. (laughs) So please subscribe, share with a friend on whatever platform you're listening to. Until next time. 